The following content is strictly designed for the enjoyment of a mature adult audience. Headphones are recommended as these stories are recorded in left-to-right dimensional stereo. Hello, I'm Samantha, and you're listening to All the Filthy Details, the literary lovesick podcast. Please don't forget me. It's been a little while since the holidays, and now here we are again, back with some more thought-provoking content for you to enjoy. Today, as previously promised, we have an interview with hot wife and erotic writer, Juliet Adelaide, sandwiched between our usual steamy stories. Have you or your partner ever invited another person into your life for sexual reasons? Ever wondered what this dynamic could look like for you? I'm certainly intrigued. Story time. This story is from the erotic diary of Isabel. Chapter 4. January 3rd, 2020. Scarlet is relentless. I told her I had to work this evening and yet she won't stop calling and texting me every five minutes trying to get me to call in sick so we can go and party. I just saw her two days ago and she already wants to hang out. I should be used to it by now. After I met her two months ago, she's been coming around more and more. At first it was hard to get used to, but now it's just normal. She has a bad day, she's here. She has a good day, she's here. She's bored, she's here. I think I made my point. It's not often I go out with her, and since going out on New Year's Eve, she's been trying to get me to go out again with her. I might have said yes, but tonight I have to work. It's Friday and a dinner shift at work, which means the tips are going to be good. When I first started working at Legner, all I would get were the morning shifts when they first opened. I had to earn the right to work dinner rush and weekends. Now that I finally have, I wasn't about to throw that all away just to go out and drink with Scarlet, even if she is my only friend. Though, if I was being honest, there was one person I was looking forward to seeing tonight. I have no idea what his name is. He's a regular, though, on Friday nights at the restaurant. I usually get to serve him, and he always pays in cash, so no credit card for me to sneak a peek at for a name. He tips really well, and he always flirts with me. He's what you would call man-pretty. Short brown hair, green eyes that look like he could see right into your soul. Built, but not overly built like Mr Bouncer. Just enough to know that he worked out and could handle himself in a fight. I had no idea what he did for a living, or really anything about him. Any time I asked him anything remotely personal, he always changed the subject. Flipped it around back to my life or the restaurant. After a couple of times, I gave up asking... I had asked a few girls that worked there longer than me, but they didn't know any more than I did. He was a mystery, and that only made him sexier. He had propositioned me before, but I always turned him down. Tonight, I was looking to change that. I did my very first lap dance two days ago, and tonight, I was looking for another first. What that would be, I have no idea, but I was excited to find out. I had already picked out my outfit. We were allowed to wear what we wished at the restaurant as long as it was black. My boss didn't care if it was sexy as long as it was tasteful. He encouraged it because it brought in the men that paid well. I usually wore black slacks and a black button-down shirt. Tonight, though, 
I was wearing a tight black skirt that went down to just the top of my mid-thigh, slightly shorter than my red dress, and a black sequin halter top with no back or a bra and pair it all off with my black stiletto heels. It was going to be a drastic difference, but one that had my nipples hardening at just the thought. Tonight was going to be a good night. I could feel it. And hopefully, by the end of it, I'd be feeling a lot more. It was nearing ten o'clock that night, and I could feel myself getting disappointed. Mr Mystery hadn't shown up yet. He normally showed around eight for a late dinner and a few drinks, but tonight he was a no-show. I knew I shouldn't be disappointed. There was no guarantee we would even do anything anyway. But still, we were closed at 11 and the likelihood of him showing up now was not good. Maybe it wasn't too late to go out and meet up with Scarlet. I was quickly losing hope as I wiped down the last table in my section when Mr Mystery walked through the doors. At just a quarter to 11, it was too late for him to be getting any food. The kitchen had been closed for the past 15 minutes so the cooks could clean and head home on time. I was also the last server here. The joys of being the one to close at night. Mr Mystery headed over to the bar and sat down. I quickly finished wiping down the table and headed over. Evening, it's late for you to be here, I said from behind the bar. Just needed a drink before I head home. I loved how Rich's voice always sounded. It almost had a slight purr to it, and it never failed to make my body tingle. What can I get you? Mr Mystery paused for a second and gave me his full attention, as if noticing for the first time what I was wearing compared to what I normally did. His eyes travelled all over my body, want very clear in his eyes. Do you want your usual or perhaps you'd prefer something with a sweeter taste? I said with a flirty smirk. This man wanted me and I wanted him. Tonight, it was going to be that simple. I haven't had dessert yet. I can go for something sweet. He easily flirted back. I turned around and made a show of my ass, swaying as I went over to the whiskey glasses. I bent over to grab the whiskey on the bottom shelf, making sure I didn't bend my knees, not caring that he would be able to see the bottom of my ass cheeks. I could have sworn I heard a groan coming from him. After pouring him a shot, I placed it down in front of him, but I leaned forward so I was closer to him, giving him a good view of my breasts in the process. Fifteen minutes around back. I'll have your dessert nice and ready for you. I like my dessert wet and without any containers, but I will take the container home. I knew he was referring to my thong. Normally I'd be outraged at the idea of going pantyless or having a man keep a pair, but tonight it only turned me on. I'll see you then, I said, before turning away and getting the rest of my work finished. Fifteen minutes later, I was the last one left to leave. After quickly locking up, I went into the ladies' room and removed my black thong. It was drenched in my juices from just the thought of what was going to happen around back. I quickly thought about how once again I would be doing something where someone could see us. But again, I didn't care. I quickly left the ladies' room and grabbed my purse and headed out back. Sure enough, Mr Mystery was already there waiting for me. Do you have my dessert? He asked, coming closer to me. I do. Put your leg up on either side, he said, nodding to the crates we had outside. There was one to my right and to my left. It would put me taller, though I figured that was what he wanted. I did as he said, and only then did he speak again. Show me my dessert. I lifted the bottom of my skirt all the way up so he could see me. He groaned when he Ooh. saw that I was fully waxed. A new thing I had decided to do just yesterday. Scarlet had said a lot of guys liked it. 
Judging by the hunger in his eyes, I had to agree. He came over to me and bent down so he was at eye level with my quim. He ran his finger down the front of it and in between my folds. Oh, so wet. Just how I like it. But how sweet do you taste? That was the only warning I got before his tongue was pushing between my folds. I couldn't stop the moan. His hands went to my hips and pushed me down, spreading me open even more, and with my legs further apart, I was completely at his mercy. His tongue pushed inside my hole, and I couldn't stop the moans that flooded out of me. He was completely devouring me with his tongue as he thrust it in and out of me. I could vaguely hear a zipper before he was pulling his erection out and jerking off as he ate away at my quin. His tongue made its way to my clit, and he sucked at it, pulling the swollen bud into his mouth. My hands made their way into his hair, and I couldn't stop my hips from rocking forward. He gave a small groan, and his pace increased. Oh, oh fuck, I moaned. I needed more. I wanted more. His tongue was back inside my hole, even deeper than before. He was thrusting in and out of me as he jerked himself off. I could feel the pressure building in my stomach, and when he moved his free hand over to my clit and started to rub it in time with his thrusts, I saw black spots crawling across my sight as I came hard and long. He gave me a deep moan as my cum hit his tongue. His tongue continued to lick at everything I was giving him. After I stopped pulsing, he stood up and pulled me into a heated kiss. I moaned at his tongue invading my mouth, tasting myself on him. He was quickly jerking himself off and after a moment, he came with a long groan. I could feel his hot cum hitting just above my quin. He pulled back from my mouth and was breathing heavy. We both were. After a moment, he pulled back and put himself back together. I did the same and stepped down off the crates. I quickly fixed my skirt and then he spoke. My container. He had a flirty smirk on his face once again. It should have annoyed me, but it didn't. I pulled out my black thong and he took it with a smile. Very sexy. He came right up against my mouth before he spoke. You ever want to do this again? Hand me your panties when I'm in, and I'll know. And then he was kissing me with everything in him. I didn't think I would ever get tired of his searing kiss. All too soon, he pulled back. You got a safe way home? I'm good. Yes, you are. He said with a smirk as he pulled back and started to head back to his car, leaving me alone to try and get my legs to work. Remember, if you need more erotica, you can purchase all these books on Amazon or read them using a KDP subscription. Please consider reviewing them to help visibility of the brand. It's time for our spotlight on eroticists. Today's guest, Juliette Adelaide, is the author behind the Mrs. Sexy Stories. I can vouch that it's an incredible read especially considering all these events took place. Your series, Mrs. Sexy, is an erotic true story which introduces many unfamiliar readers to an alternative type of open relationship, commonly known as the hot wife. How would you define a hot wife relationship to our listeners? A hot wife relationship um, to us, everybody, um, it's a, is a form of polyamory. Uh, that we got into uh, maybe five or six years ago now. Um, 
but the basic uh, fetish is that it's just primarily a married woman who is permitted lovers. Um, sometimes the husband can be involved. Sometimes he is not. Um, there's all kinds of different methods that people do. Some involve cuckolding, which typically we do not do. But, um, you know, you set up your own rules. But the the basic essence of it is it's, it's a married woman who's permitted lovers and whose husband really enjoys seeing his wife desired by another one. And sometimes he's involved with threesomes, a group play. Um, but it's a, it's a form of polyamory, and there's so many variations to it. It's up to uh, the individual couples to decide what their hot wife relationship is going to be. But I've, I've written in detail um, through my Mrs. Sexy books um, how we came about our hot wife lifestyle. One of the most compelling aspects of your book is after each sexual encounter with another partner, there is a process of reclaiming by your husband. Could you explain what the reclaiming process is and what it means to you both, and how you came across this concept? The reclaiming process for, for us, my husband and I, um, became one of the focal points of our lifestyle. When we had first discussed be opening up our marriage, and it took us months discussing whether we were going to kind of become polyamorous or not, but we've always been a very kinky couple, and we watched a lot of porn together, um, and we did um, send each other little, th little memes and pictures and stories from Tumblr a lot. And one of the things we had learned, probably primarily through Tumblr, when, when Tumblr was a little more liberal, um, was a lot of memes about, you know, oh, I let my wife go out or I let my girlfriend go out, but, I, you know, she has to know she's mine. And my husband liked that kind of take my wife back um, thought process that that's really sexy and hot. You know, he, he was um, turned on by the fact that, like, somebody else had desired and been with his wife. And then... It would be up to him to what he'd want, how he'd want to punish me for my behavior, my bad behavior for the evening. So we came up with all kinds of different rules, and we discussed communication, of course, is key um, to being open and honest of what you're looking for for your particular relationship, and especially if you're with an open marriage. So the reclaiming, we got very detailed on what he could do and couldn't do. But he's always been quite into bondage, so we combined uh, my freedom along with his bondage love and came up with where I would come home from a date. If there was time permitting, we would have, you know, right away we'd have a reclaiming night. So I would have to um, bow to his every whim, so to speak, from making him drinks to just stopping and getting on my knees at any given time and being ordered to do as he pleased, as, as a sir, so to speak. And quite often I would be tied up um, and made to tell all the details or or perhaps a flogger or uh, one of my paddles or something like that, a little bit of punishment um, for being allowed to go out and have fun with, my, with the men in my life. So um, we've developed it over time, but it has been a highlight of the hot wife relationship. For the men who you've welcomed into your lifestyle, we've seen a pattern of easily avoidable, careless behavior, which often translates as being hurtful at times. For men who aspire to be involved with a hot wife, what advice would you have for them in regards to avoiding these mistakes? There are a lot of men who have this hot, the hot wife fantasy these days that is becoming a little bit more um, known in the fetish world in particular. So... Um, 
there are a lot of men that that do have a fantasy about being with with, uh, with a married man's wife and um, things involved with that, but in particular with hot wives. Um, so what I would ask them, um, what I didn't get a whole lot of was respect for my husband and I's time. Um, I, it is polyamory. So of course, you know, I'm going to be married. I'm going to see people and I don't expect anybody else, you know, um, to have anything different in mind, but I do need them to know that when they're out with me, they're on a date with me. Um, because I have had some bad experiences where guys would be, you know, think, you know, because I'm in an open relationship and I'm open about sex, that they can be open when they're out on a date with me and they see somebody else they might be interested in. And that's totally disrespectful. And and, and don't ever do that to someone. It, it It's... It's all about respect, being a hot wife. You have to respect my husband for allowing this privilege to you. You have to respect me and my time. Um, because it's it's a lifestyle choice. It, it doesn't mean um, that you're a slut or that you're, you know, totally open to everything. You still want respect and manners out of the opposite sex. You're still, you know... Um, and I communicate what I want from men, but, you know, just pay attention. Um, be respectful of both um, the woman's and her husband's time. Um, be appreciative. Be sincere. Be honest and open. And and just show good manners. They're so lost these days. But um, in particular, if you're dating somebody else's wife, um, that's a privilege that a lot of people don't get to ever experience. <clears throat> and it's a lot of fun, so I do recommend um, just doing, just just being just better people, be kinder to one another in, in this world in general, but certainly if you're in a special type of relationship that involves a certain level of um, openness and honesty, um, just talk to your partners about it and what your expectations are. I try to do that from the beginning more often now and be more clear about my wants and needs, so that tends to help. What's next for Mrs. Sexy? What are you working on next? Will we see a fourth book in the series, or did things get too complicated? After I finished uh, the three Mrs. Uh, books in the, my Mrs. Sexy series, which is Mrs. Sexy, Mrs. Sexy Under the Influence, and Mrs. Sexy It's Complicated, um, those all kind of follow my first year of polyamory and being a hot wife, my journey, so to speak. So a little while after that, I was contacted by a publishing company, um, so I do. I was contracted to write a book about being a hot wife, which is um, now out. Just came out this year, which is the secret life of a hot wife. So that book actually is with a publisher, and is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble and um, Google Play Books and whatnot. Um, but as of right now, I've mostly just been writing my blog. I do have a blog on my website, which tells a little bit more of my current dates, um, messages I get, reviews of uh, adult toy products, um, basically whatever I want because it's my blog. So um, I have some social media out there that I work on and kind of just promoting some of my books now that my most recent one did come out. So I'm doing a little bit more trying to promote uh, books now and promote some of my social media uh, my Instagram, my Twitter, um, all of those are on my website, www.mrssexybook.com. Would you like to give us a preview of your book? This little excerpt that I'm going to read tonight is about a reclaiming 
um, by my husband after I had been with two men in one date, um, <laughs> one night, two kind of separate dates. But for that, you have to read the books, which they're available on Amazon or at www.mrssexybook.com. But I had been with, um, if you read the books, I had been with Nick. And then later, I had been with Max. So I was driving home and wrote this about what happened afterwards. As I headed home for my reclaiming by my husband, I realized that this would be a night that I would be with three men. I felt pretty crazy. That night, my reclaiming would also be more serious due to the nature of my previous activities. I, of course, had to tell all of the details of the evening to my husband as he started my reclaiming process, and there was more information than usual. What I didn't know is that he had purchased an additional piece of equipment for the evening. He blindfolded me and tied me up, even handcuffing me with my hands behind my back, which he knew made me uncomfortable. He tied my feet to a spreader bar, as he had done before, but now there was a new attachment. I couldn't see it, but I was advised by hubby that an additional piece was added where a dildo could be attached and inserted just barely into my pussy. He soon had me rigged up. I could still talk, so I had to convey the details of my actions that evening as I was being tied up and fondled. He put his cock in my mouth after telling me the many details. He soon realized that it made me gag. I would clench up, and it would force me to squeeze the dildo deeper inside of me. It wasn't a bad feeling, but it was a little peculiar. He had some fun with me like this for a while. It didn't last too long, and soon the dildo was replaced by his cock, my third for the night. He undid me after a while, and we fucked a mutual orgasm, also my third of the night. I slept well. So do check out my books. They're very entertaining. They are all true stories, and um, there's some little... Um, a lot, of, a lot of hot, steamy sections and, and some funny stuff. I do call them my witty, erotic, true story romance books. So check them out on Amazon. And thank you all for listening. I hope everybody has a very, very sexy week. Thanks for joining us. If you write erotica and you'd like to be featured in an interview on the show, please reach out to us. It's quick, easy, and free. You're listening to all the filthy details. Story time. This story is from the Erotic Diary series, Liaisons. Oliver. Could someone fix you but break you all at the same time? It all happened the night I faced my worst rejection. Danielle had turned me down again. It happened during a long conversation during which I'd done most of the talking. I laid my heart out there, letting her know what I felt. It served me right. Danielle had feelings of her own, and they didn't spell out good news for me. She just couldn't see herself being in a relationship with a client, especially one who'd struggled to spoil her, or had a history of paying for sex. You see, Danielle was an escort. Anybody could see that the dynamic of any relationship we built was skewed. I'd employed Danielle's services after my previous exam. I'd been super stressed and needed to release. Danielle knew how to give me the release I craved. For a pretty penny, she would do anything I asked. Some nights I just wanted to be sucked. Other times I needed her to ride me off and on through the night. She put my mind at ease. Unfortunately, I had not imagined I would become so infatuated that I would beg her for a date. 
But who wouldn't fall in love with a woman who would look me in the eyes and whisper, I want to suck your cock. In a taxi five minutes after I'd met her, I returned to my flats feeling the sting of rejection. My flatmate Martin was staying with Vicky, his girlfriend, yet again. I had the flat to myself most days lately. This was a good thing because when they stayed at our place, the two were busy either being sickly in love or fucking loudly in his bedroom. That night, however, I craved company. I texted him to let him know what had happened, hoping he would get the message that I needed a friend. Martin arrived shortly after he received my text. Patiently, he listened to me whine about Danielle for the next 30 minutes. When I was done going on, he laughed. He had one suggestion. A few drinks. Sadly, or maybe as luck would have it, we only had mixers. No alcohol in sight. A phone call to Vicky solved our problem. I opened the door for our saviour, who stood there with her auburn hair packed into a ponytail. She raised a bottle of vodka in one hand and smiled, her blue eyes shining as she greeted me. If I had it my way, I would have gone down on her right then and there. Vicky was gorgeous, and her personality was stellar. She was one of those women who was down for anything all the time. I could easily see why Marty was obsessed with her. She was adventurous and fun as hell. The coming nights would be exemplary of Vic's adventurous nature. It took mere minutes for us to reach down a stiff drink. I repeated my romantic woes to Vicky, who waited herself. Vicky had the gall to say that my heartache was not a big deal. She even suggested all I needed to do was get laid. I was mad at first, perceiving her as insensitive and uncaring. From there, things got a bit weird. Martin agreed with Vicky, saying that I just need a good blowjob. What I perceived as a joke, he asked Vicky if she would help me out. I expected her to laugh or decline, but of course, I hoped she would agree. To my surprise, she shrugged and said she would love to. She shrugged and motioned toward me, asking if I was in. In the moment, I was already losing my inhibitions. I didn't mind. Why wouldn't I accept a free blowjob? The next thing I knew... Vicky's hand was on my crotch. She took one last sip of her drink with her other hand, dropping her cup on the nearby table, and brought the other one over to indulge as well. She unzipped my cargo pants in a single, swift motion. All the while, she maintained eye contact with me. Vicky kneeled, bringing her face to my groin as she pulled down my pants. She inhaled the musk, her face hovering just over my boxer briefs. Her tongue got to work over the cotton, licking and sucking through the fabric. Finally, she freed my penis from the restraint of the elastic. I was fully erect already, and Vicky wasted no time taking my dick into her very wet mouth. Her whimpers on my cock sent chills down my spine. She found the perfect up-down rhythm, moving quick as lightning. She stroked the rest of my shaft as her tongue drew circles around the tip of my cock. I tilted my head back, eyes rolling to the back of my head in pleasure. The next thing I noticed was Martin, who had whipped his dick out to stroke as he watched his girlfriend suck me off. Martin and I had never done anything like this before, but I didn't mind it. As Martin got closer to his own satisfaction, he began taking Vicky's clothes off. She was deep-throating the entire shaft when he drew her skirt down and moved her panties aside. Lying on the floor, he found her clip with his tongue. 
She moaned on my dick, which had never been this far down somebody's throat before. I wouldn't last very long if she kept doing that. Before my eyes, a joke blowjob was becoming my very first threesome. I couldn't think about it too much because I was getting so close to coming. Maybe it was the vibrations from Vicky's moans on my dick, or the way she sloppily licks the base to tip every once in a while. It was becoming too much to handle. I could envision my cum running down her face soon. Her innocent face sullied by the mess my pleasure made. I pulled Vicky back, removing myself in spite of my strong desire to put my cock back into her mouth. She was begging for it. I couldn't get over the irony. Here was my roommate's sexy girlfriend begging to suck my dick. When Danielle wouldn't have it at all. I reached for Vicky's bra removing it and kneeling so that I could suck her sweet nipples. One after the other, I tasted her nipples, fondling her breasts while Martin continued to tease her clit below. Now that they were not muffled by my cock, Vicky's whimpers were growing louder and louder. Her body writhed. I could have sworn they could hear her moans down the road. I sucked the soft skin on her neck, worshipping her smooth body. In return, she grabbed my head and whispered, Fuck me, Oliver. I didn't need any more encouragement than that. My roommate's girlfriend moaning my name was a gift I would never forget. It was music to my ears. I scrambled for my wallet, which contained the condom I carried with me. While she waited, Vicky turned to her boyfriend's dick, taking him into her throat. I put that condom on faster than I'd ever done it before. I was setting records. Vicky pulled herself away to instruct me to lie on the living room floor. She mounted me, her legs wide. Martin stood beside us, his cock back in her mouth. From my position underneath, it looked impressive lengthwise. She couldn't pull herself away from it. On top of me, Vicky directed my dick into her waiting pussy. Gently, she made circular motions. She guided the shaft into her. And a wave of pleasure passed through my entire body. Pure heaven. Vicky was a pro. The way she gently moved from rotating her hips to bouncing up and down gave both Martin and me quite a show. She jerked her boyfriend's cock as she rode me, her breasts jiggling as she moved gracefully. I grabbed them as her pace quickened. My hands on her chest helped her set the pace. I moved my palms to her hips and helped her bob up and down. If I was going to come, I needed her to bounce faster. I needed to feel her grip around me tighten, to feel her body spasm around my cock. Soon, she was riding me as if her life depended on it. My hips were in sync with hers, and her screams grew louder. I was getting close. I could tell she was too. Vicky was not going to slow down, and I didn't want her to. I couldn't hold back anymore. I felt my dick grow inside of her as I grunted her name. She gave a final scream as we came within seconds of each other. I collapsed back onto the ground, just in time to watch Martin erupt all over his girlfriend's beautiful face. We were all dazed for the next few moments, content. Vicky said she needed to leave soon and headed to the bathroom to freshen up. She had to work early. Awkwardly, I thanked Martin. He was pouring us another drink, still naked with another drop of semen leaking from the tip of his dick. My OCD wanted me to reach over and wipe it, but I had no aspirations to make this night weirder between us.
I enjoyed myself, and they were right about fixing me. Now, my only fear is the growing desire to be with them again. You've been listening to all the filthy details. The Literary Lovesick Podcast. Thanks again for joining us.